Hey guys, this is Whitney, and welcome back to another episode of Spastic Chatter. If you're new here, Spastic Chatter is a platform meant to feature those in this area of the community, and I get together weekly with individuals with CP, like myself, to have a kind of uncensored chat, if you will, about what it's like living with this type of disability. And for this week, I have Lacey and she sent me a message um because she she started this uh support group about uh finding the beauty in disability and i thought it was really cool and it's just getting off the ground so i will so i'm gonna have a conversation today with lacy about it so before we get into the conversation i'm gonna let lacy introduce herself Hi, my name is Lacey Rich Creek, and I am a freshman in college with my old spastic father, Cedric, cerebral palsy, and because of this whole coronavirus, I'm stuck in my room like many other people, so I decided to make a little support group for people with disabilities. That's awesome. And it is called the beauty in disabilities because I feel like we need to show that having a disability can be a very positive and beautiful experience. That's awesome. If, if we let it be. Yeah, that's very cool. That's kind of like why I um. That's one of the reasons why I started Spastic Chatters because I wanted to show the diversity within the zero poverty community, but I also wanted to show others that having a disability is not like this woe is me type thing like we're just people living our life and we and we're doing like amazing things like beautiful things with our lives and we're just we just so happen to have a disability like so yeah i can totally relate to that and it's not only a positive experience but being different can be a strength sometimes because people in my small town, well, I am really the only person with a disability that I'm around. People are like, oh yeah, that's Lacey. I know her. Yeah. And um, I also feel like this will hopefully help other people feel more confident in their own body, whatever it may look like for them. That's awesome. So before this, you were telling me that you didn't really grow up around people with disabilities. Or you just said that you were like the only person with a disability in your hometown. So how did you have a positive experience growing up? 
or was there some struggle there because of your disability or you want to talk about yes. that? So growing up in this small town, I got to see the best, the best of both sides of things in elementary school and especially in early elementary school, I was loved. People took to me and said, you are my little best friend. I will keep you and hold you forever. But then as I got over older, things started to turn around and in junior high and high school when I um was away from the kids in elementary school because I went to elementary school and a Catholic school and then I transitioned into public schooling. I saw some pretty horrific bullying and such because I was different and the easy target and no one understood. So right now I'm kind of recovering from that as well. Yeah, I can I can I can relate to your story as well because it seems like you were in an environment that like they just saw you as a lazy and then you moved to a new environment and nobody knew you. So you kind of like had to like prove yourself kind of in a way um like i i had to do i had to do that as well because i i moved from junior high to high school so i kind of had to do that but but you had to do it at a much younger age to where where like kids are not kids can be very uh mean <laughs> so yeah I, and yeah. since there was no one else around that looked like me. People assumed that I was dumb and stupid yeah. and on and on and on as I'm sure all of us had to deal with at one point in time or another. And I, I graduated in 2020 and I was so grateful that the pandemic hit when it did because I did not want to graduate with these people. Oh yeah, so the so the pandemic was kind of a kind of a blessing in that disguise in that disguise. There was a few odds and and people who were nicer to me but yeah I didn't really have anyone after my junior year. So oh, is that is that one of the is that one of the reasons why you created your support group is to find yeah. us to find some friendships and some sense of community? Yes. I needed to build some type of community and 
relationships with people who more 30 years older than me because yeah. I during high school I basically had I kind of went to church and everyone who went to church with me was an adult so I kind of befriended them so I think I think at least I can relate to that I think I think um like with our with our type of disability we we tend to we tend to hang out with like the like the adults in the in the situation like the, so like our 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 care like not necessarily our care our caretakers but like more more adult figures because we have to we had we had to rely on someone to 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 like for our basic needs you know you know what I mean like yeah so that's and just that, like gravitate towards I also feel like this ever since we were born practically we were shoved into an environment of doctors, nurses, and therapists who were all adults. So we had to learn how to communicate more towards adults than we had to children. So, um, like, so now they're like, now they're like uh, in like 2020 they're all about inclusion and like inclusion is getting so much better so i think that's a positive for like teaching young to for like teaching young kids the importance of like being different and it's okay and it's okay if people like use crutches and like look different than you are use a wheelchair so i i feel like we're on the we're on the uphill battle when it comes to that. How do you, what do you what do you think? Well, I really. Hmm, I'm sorry. Um, you can be told. You can be totally honest. This is I pride myself and chatter on being uncensored. So this is your perspective. You're sharing your perspective. You can be totally honest. I don't think the way they are doing it works. I think because I think even though it's better of inclusion at an early age, in order to truly help us, we have to let kids know that it's okay to ask us questions yeah boy for example i don't have a problem with a kid five six seven even eight nine come up to me and being like hey you look different what is wrong with you and I can properly explain it in a way that gives not only me dignity and we 
respect, but other people in the disability community dignity and respect. So uh, these kids do not grow up and become ignorant adults. Yeah, and totally, I totally agree. And further down the line, I really hope that the beauty and disability has informational guides about what different disabilities are and how to properly talk to them. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I agree with, I agree with everything you just said, like, like, parent, like, this is just a, this is just a good further, further, like, talk about what you just said, like, parents don't need to shush their kids when they, when they ask, when they ask, like, hey, mom, why is that person in a wheelchair, why does that person use crutches, you don't, you don't need to shush your kids for asking that, like, like, what I, what I would, well, in my opinion, in my perspective, like invite invite the invite the kids to ask, to engage in conversation with the person, so that the kids so that the child can see that that they're just a regular person like they are. They just have they just have a disability or, or a difference. Now, let me also expand on that because I feel like there have been some really uncomfortable times where teenagers and adults have asked that question because I feel like if you grow out of that curiosity stage and you ask that question, you come off as very rude and yeah. inconsiderate. Yeah. Unless you know me really, really well. Yeah. And I have kind of formulated different responses for yeah. different answers. And let me tell you, if you're rude about it, I'm just going to be like, well, I was attacked by a giant grizzly bear in the middle of New York City yeah. or something completely exactly. ridiculous. I feel like there's a, I feel, in my opinion, I feel like there's a, there's like a, there's like an age cutoff that you can like, say like, yeah. like, 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 like you said, eight, eight and under is like perfectly okay to like hunt somebody and ask, like, like ask the, but once you once you reach a certain age, you have to get you have to get a you have to get to know a person more before you ask them, "Hey, what's wrong with you?" Like, like, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong with me. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Like, so, like, yeah, I completely I completely understand. So, so um, back to your support group. Uh, you said it. You said it was um about like you wanted to help people build confidence so i wanted to ask you what does confidence mean to you okay i have a perfect 
answer to this. Confidence is believing that you can do anything despite your disability or despite your life circumstances or anything. Confidence is just believing that you can do anything and you show up and you try. That's very cool. Yeah, that's, that's a very good answer. So um, how, how has your support group been, been going? Like, do, you, do you meet weekly or do you meet monthly or how is that? We do. We, we meet once a week on Saturday typically. It's kind of been a flow schedule just because I, I have a very active life and family who is very supportive. But we typically meet on sun- Saturdays, either at 3 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. and that is Eastern Standard Time. That's awesome. And typically we have four to five people come and sometimes we have a topic other things we just talk about whatever we need to talk about. That's awesome. Um it's it is open to anyone disability or not. We just ask that you please be respectful and polite and all of that jazz. We don't need any more negativity in our lives. Yeah, exactly. So, so do you do you meet on Zoom or how do you how do you meet? We meet on Teams. We try Zoom however um because of the forty minute time slot and me being a broke college student, we just yeah. could not afford to meet on Zoom. So we meet on Teams and it has been really lovely. That's awesome. So do you have a do you have a do you have a link to your meetups or can do I so, so I can put it in the description or is it just the Facebook page? Um, so what you would do is go to my Facebook page and I usually come up out with the meeting topic time and date on Wednesday and post the link with it. So Awesome. I'll I'll put the Facebook link up in the description. And and uh, before before this, we were talking. You we kind of you kind of mentioned like the future of your support group. So what what is what is that what does that future look like? Like what are your goals for your support group? So we want to kind of turn it into an organization, hopefully, where we can fundraise money and um, give to people with disabilities stuff or opportunities that will help them thrive and help 
safety and happiness. That is our ultimate goal. We are also focusing heavily on education as I was talking um, earlier about the guides and resources. So we're kind of open to all possibilities. In fact, last week I launched a, a I'm sorry, I brain farted. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, last week we launched a video project where you can film yourself answering three questions that I put on it. And so you can film yourself talking about what it is like living with a disability or taking care of someone who does. And then I will post it on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Cool. So. Well, at the, end of, at the end of all my interviews, I, I usually ask my guests if they have any advice for um, people in similar situations as themselves. So do you have any advice for people that want to start support groups or be in a support group or just advice in general? You know what, about starting a support group? No, not really. I am new to the entire thing. Last week, my um, meeting link went out literally 12 hours before the meeting, so I screwed up big time. <sighs> but my biggest advice, I guess, would be to try. Try everything. Never said joy on yourself because the worst they can say is no. But in the same breath, remember there is a maximum one can do and do not go over that maximum level. It is never worth it, ever. Yeah, I so. totally agree. And that's very good. That's very good advice. Um, thank you, Lacey, for writing in and wanting to be on Spathy Chatter. I enjoyed talking with you. And um, for those of you watching, if you want to be on an episode, you can always reach out to me through a comment or a DM, or there's a form in the description. And I um, I recently made a spastic chatter merch so that if you want if you want to get a t-shirt or like an iPhone case or we have coffee mug stickers, that link will also be in the description. So again, thank you, Lacey, for being a guest this week. Thank you. And um, check back next week for another episode of Spastic Chatter. Thanks. Bye.